I'm Elise Orlowski, a senior video director here at Kramer. And I'm Trip Underwood, a creative director at Kramer. And at Kramer, we work with so many incredibly fascinating people from all over multiple industries. We have so many great conversations, many that are just too good to keep to ourselves. So now we're sharing them with the world. Right here from Kramer Studios. This is Pivot Points. Well, Trip, good to see you again nice today. Nice to see you as well. I'm about to say something that's revolutionary, but events have changed in 2020, possibly forever. Get out. <laughs> News um, to me. Exactly. But what hasn't changed is our need for connection mm-hmm. and the desire to share information freely and easily. Yeah. And that requires technology, as we know, that is effective, efficient, and reliable. And to talk about that idea today, we are welcoming Tony Lorenz, Global Head of Event Solutions at Entrado Digital Media. He is a 30-year veteran in the business events industry. He fully understands you know, creative, strategic, and digital requirements for taking business, business communications into this new era, as new, we say. New normal. <laughs> um, he's been recently recognized as one of the 25 most influential people in the global meetings industry, and we're happy cool. to welcome Tony here today. So without further ado, Tony, welcome. Hey, Tony. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, man. Thanks for joining us. Good seeing you. Yeah. Thanks for doing this. So I think, I mean, I know we've worked with, Kramer has worked with Entrado for a very long time. And, you know, we could go on about, you know, all the collaboration that we've had together. But I'm curious, you know, from your perspective, kind of jumping off initially, how has Entrado really um, approached online communication you know, over this past 18 months? You know, how have things really changed in your perspective? Well, I'll say first, um, we miss events. We miss mm-hmm. in-person events like anybody else. Uh, we realize at Entrado that uh, events are the most powerful media on the planet and that we're here to help amplify uh, those experiences. And without those experiences, we've unfortunately been in that scenario for about 18 months now. It's It's been tough. Uh, obviously, the industry has turned to our platforms like ours to uh, get their point across from the standpoint of content and commerce and community. All that's got to happen no matter what mm-hmm. the scenario. Uh, but we do anchor our, our belief in the power of in-person and the fact that we have a role to extend uh, that power uh, through our platform uh, and digital channels. That's awesome. How has, how has the technology advanced over the past 18 months? Well, over the, I've been I got to Entrado April one. Okay, um, wow. Hopefully not a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. <April 1's> <laughs> but uh, I've known Entrado for a long time. I've yeah. I've known Ben Choder, our president, for years, and many members of the leadership team for years. So it's not a brand new organization to me. Uh, we've brought in a number of different solutions, video chat, and um, a lobby experience to really extend a valuable webcast left and right. Uh, that's been helpful. We recently acquired Hub, which is got a strong presence in event management workflow and tools and solutions to make that end-to-end solution really come together uh, and some other things. So it's technology never stops. There's always yeah. investments to make. Uh, we're very robust. We're very stable. We perform beautifully. So we don't have to worry about that part, uh, having been around for so many years. Uh, but we, we also know that as the adult in the industry, and there's a few of us that have been around a long time, we, we really need to make sure that we are not... Um, complacent and that we continue to push mm-hmm. for innovation and in the delivery of our platform and the solutions around them as aggressively as we possibly can. And uh, that's tough in yeah. an environment like uh, we've been through in the last year and a half where you know so much happened it was unexpected. The ever-changing the landscape. The business. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Tony, talk to me a little bit about 
um, audience expectation in your mind? How have you sure. seen that change in terms of what they expect from a digital communication, either the platform or just the experience itself? What was that like in, I don't know, say 2019, and what is it like now in 2021? Like, right. in, in my opinion, it went through a just a roller coaster ride of low, high, low, high, and I'm, I'm curious right. at what you guys saw over at Entrato. Right. So, well, let's start with, you know, February of 2020, when this all happened, started happening, uh, the, the there was an expectation, as we all know, this business technology has been around for years, yeah. so it's not new. Mm -hmm. um, but there was such a, an immediate, abrupt, you know, turn to the left that uh, the endeavor for the planner community was just to get their, their events online as quickly as possible. There was a lot of mimicking of the face-to-face -face experience and events, be it agenda, content, et cetera, and dropping that online. That happened a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we'd all agree that that's not exactly the right way to go about doing it. Um, so over the course of time, to your question, what's happened is both our, our customers and the audiences that they serve have, uh, as you would expect, uh, higher and higher expectations mm -hmm. around how these platforms deliver content, commerce, and community. And so we're getting to a place, I'd call us in the second inning right now of, of this story mm -hmm. as to how production values and engagement, especially those two things really come to, you know, become reality, if you will, yep. on, on, on a platform like ours. Um, the expectations are getting higher, as they should. Mm -hmm. And I think as we meet those expectations, we meaning our category, then we will have that what I've always considered to be an amazing opportunity for this category to amplify the power of events. We're right now in this place where we're kind of, we're taking the place of in-person, not where anybody wants to be necessarily happening. And that said, as we, as we find as a category, our legs, as an industry, mm -hmm. our legs, we're going to be in a place where we can do for B2B events, especially what broadcast TV did for sports back in the right. 50s. It's sports is a very little industry, yeah. and uh, TV came in, much to the chagrin of team owners. Mm -hmm. uh, eventually is what it is now. It's a explosion of an industry that is on the back of, in that case, broadcast amplification of, in that case, the game. Our game is the events that we deliver, and we're going to do a better and better job of amplifying that amazing content ha that happens at B2B events, and we're gonna end up in a much, much bigger industry than we would have otherwise That's without this unfortunate, um, you know, 18 months we've all lived through. That's a great analogy, though, because yeah, they are that. so often positioned as an either or, or indirect competition with each other, and no, then they no. should be augmenting each other for the benefit of both. The, mm -hmm. the, the sports analogy with the team owners, I'm sure at first it was like, well, now who's going to come to my stadium? And as time showed out, not only are people still coming to the stadium, but you get more people wanting to come to the stadium because your audience has grown so much, but people that are just not geologically ever going that's to right. go there in the first place. So that's, yeah. a, that's a great way to look at the symbiotic relationship as opposed to a, um, a contrasting one, I guess. Right, um, right. Uh, a big part of what we're trying to do with some of these conversations is, is trying to, to demystify some concepts or, or answer some questions that we hear a lot. So if you had to say, you know, what are, what are some of the um, misconceptions you'd say there's out there about either digital communications or how platforms operate or both? You know, is there any kind of question that you constantly find yourself answering that uh, you could answer now and, and point people to this podcast <laughs> in the future instead of having to do it in person? Yeah. So, well, two things out that come to mind, somewhat unrelated, but first of all, is that this these digital uh, this digital channel uh, 
is and we're not yet quite there, uh, back to where we want to be, where we were in 19 with in-person events. But when I was involved in this category back in 11 and 10, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, I was in, in the category of digital events. And the constant question was, who's going to come to my event if I could just if I push it up online? Yeah. And the reality is that, it, as I said earlier, it amplifies. So that so that hopefully, as events come back, is not going to that that myth will not come back with mm -hmm. it um, because it is to the earlier analogy an opportunity for us to amplify the full measure of events uh on a, on a in a way that's never happened before that's the silver lining to yep. the cloud yeah uh part two unrelated is that technology it's been here for a while yes mm -hmm. we're innovating yes we're getting better better in the solutions that we deliver but it's a tool i mean yep. let's be clear there's there there is a lot of tools that companies like Entrato and others that get used beautifully and get used sometimes not so beautifully. Mm -hmm. Same tool, it's just how it's used. So it's design that is really, really critical to how these experiences come together and present themselves to audiences. And sometimes design takes a backseat to who's the tech provider going to be, and that's yep. just the, that's backwards. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that we have a lot of room to be more design-centric data that we're pulling in from these platforms is amazing. It's a design tool in and of itself, and we're not using it yet to the some are, but most are not using it to the extent that they could to drive design of their experiences forward on the back of the data that comes through platforms like ours. Yeah, that's, that's right. awesome. Yeah, we're seeing that as well. This this confusion about what is platform versus what is UX versus what is production value versus what is actual visual right. design versus yeah. sound design. And um, some of our clients, you know, and in, in their defense, they haven't done it before. So the, their That's curiosity right. or their right. confusion is, new, yeah. is justified, but it's like, you know, don't look at a digital experience and assume, oh, this is all about the platform or this is all about the broadcast. You right. know, it's, it's, right. it's a lot of different elements coming together seamlessly to create this one singular great Yeah, great and it's interesting because like when you're at a live event, you're seeing the set get built. Like yeah. you're seeing, oh, and then the graphics go here where if it's an online platform, you're not really seeing how like the sausage is made and then you see it. So sometimes it's confusing, you know, what is platform, what is production, what is design? And so I think it's really interesting just being able to differentiate between the two the longer that we've, you know, really had to dive into like the virtual landscape. Yeah. That's a good analogy. Think about the some of these million dollar stage sets I put up in my previous career and my other chapters. And you'd have a set of speakers come across that stage. Some would be amazing and some would be not so amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, the content and how it's delivered and how that individual or set of individuals delivers from that very same stage, in that case it's a stage, in this case it's a platform, can be remarkably different, yes. not on the back of the stage or the platform, but on the back of the content mm -hmm. in the individual or individuals or the video or whatever it is that's pushing content forward. That's what really matters right. more totally. than anything else. And the audience just recognizes that more naturally in a live event. You have this yeah. amazing looking stage and then you put a singer up right. there and the singer's terrible. No one's going to say, this event is bad, that stage was bad. They're going to say, oh, the singer was bad. Whereas in some of the more digital things, I feel like if you have a slight audio glitch, someone's like, oh, the whole program was ruined. It's like, no, this was just a small minor component of an otherwise thing that, yeah. yeah. It's an interesting. Well, and the, di the difference is that you've got, in, in a, in, if you're in a, in a general session room, 
you're probably not going to leave. Uh, some do, but you're probably not going to leave. There's way more eyes. In a digital experience, you, you're a click away. I'm out. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's over. You know, you're, you're gone. And um, that is, that's a sensitivity to the value of the production experience, I think, that is way higher, much like it is in television. Yep. Yeah. It is here. So. Um, yeah, it's been a big challenge yeah. for us, even on, you know, the production end, being like, they, like you said, it is one click away and there's a lot of more opportunities, you know, content lasts longer now. We have video on demand, you know. I think the content that you create lives on past the actual right. live event, which is great, but also I think has to be that much more engaging, that much more well designed, that much more, you know, exciting yeah. because people are one click away and also if it's gonna live on forever, you want it to be that much yeah. more incredible. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You have to be more like, yeah. as someone that worked more in the live space, there are things that like, this is going to live in the world and then it'll be done after a certain date and that's great and it served that purpose. But now the notion of this is going to go live at this particular time and then live on this website for at least the next 12 months mm -hmm. completely changes the creative process and how that content is created, what your different strategies are, what else is happening in the market with what competitors are doing. It, it is a, it's a whole new landscape and I think ultimately provides more value to our clients, but it does put a little bit more pressure Tony on, on Entrato type folks and, and us here at Kramer yeah. in terms of there's right. a new longevity to the things we do that wasn't there mm. in the past that we just need to be aware of. Yeah. I'm curious, Tony, you know, kind of as we wrap up this conversation, you know, we're talking about the now, but is there anything that you're really looking forward to when it comes to virtual event technology or technology in general when thinking about events for the future? Well, I think that we've got an opportunity for the technology to grow into the, a huge industry. There, there are, it's no by no means are we anywhere near where we're going to be. Uh, think of it, let's go with back to the analogy, you know, TV way back in the day, it was, it was, a, it was a camera from midfield. Remember those mm -hmm. soccer matches? It was kind of boring and you, you watched it or you didn't. But then you, we eventually moved to where we are now and 25 cameras all over a field and you capture the personality of each and every player and it's just a richer I was watching the U.S. Open last night, an extremely rich experience that uh, I don't have time to watch the U.S. Open, but I watch it anyway because of the way they covered those personalities. Mm -hmm. We're not there yet. Uh, we're going to get there, and uh, when we do, watch out. This industry that we've been in, I've spent my life in, is going to be bigger, even more powerful, and uh, more impactful on the broader business community than it's ever been before, yeah. Yeah. which is a tall order because events have had a big impact on the on the community, yeah. but it's going to get bigger. And just to piggyback on that, I also watched a little bit of the U.S. Open. And I'm not even a big tennis guy, but my old man was, and it was on. I was visiting him. And what I was actually really impressed with was some of the creative ways they get some sponsorship stuff in there. Like, they tucked yeah. logos in places that I wouldn't expect to see right. them, but it was very sophisticated and mm. elegantly done. That just kind of got me thinking of this, like, that's another opportunity like the old sponsorship method for for events of your sponsors are here you put their logo here you do it at the front and they have a booth well and fine but there's there's new ways and new uh sponsorship paths that i think people our clients should be thinking about mm -hmm. uh, this opens up a whole new way to get sponsors yeah. in there which is a, a a wonderful way to keep innovation happening keep revenue happening and just kind of makes everything push the envelope when people are paying for it. So Definitely. I'm, I'm really it's a, interested It's amazing. In. It's amazing. I mean, I, I, last night I was thinking that very same point, actually, Trip. I'm looking at the Amex logo, and it's right next to uh, Layla Fernandez and her incredible youth and the extraordinary career she's having and about to have. And Amex is a brand that's been around for a long, long time, yeah. and yet you've got that juxtaposition of 
you know, robust brand new talent coming online into the tennis global tennis community right next to the Amex logo. Right. What better place in, in that example yep. to bring a brand brand value through the experience that they're aligned with and in that case US Open. And, and to do it in her natural element, as opposed to the usual exactly. celebrity endorsement of hi, I'm so-and-so, and I'm here to speak to you about this brand. You know, mm-hmm. there, there's an inauthenticity there that is just, it is, that's what advertising is, it still works, that's why people do it. But as you said, to, to be able to align one's brand with communication, or in this particular sports or whatever's happening, I think it creates a really unique, authentic way for sponsors and other brands to get involved that I think is gonna open up some new avenues in our industry. Mm. Oh yeah. Definitely. And our and our price points are bigger too. You know, the people that buy in B two B are their average acquisition of a, of a good, good or service is way bigger mm-hmm. than being a card holder of Amex. Yeah. So yeah. Um, there's yeah. there's money to be made. It's just a little bit of innovation and a couple new ways of thinking about it. And I think that's where we are as yeah. an industry. I think as technology evolves, you know, yeah, as you said, the opportunities creatively technically production wise are all going to get bigger so it's really exciting but tony we're so grateful to have you on today i think you've provided us with so much insight um but thank you for joining us today we appreciate it appreciate all you do at kramer thanks for your partnership all right thank you talk to you soon. soon take care bye